Hello, my name is Victoria Medina, and welcome to One Nation, One Mission, One Promise, a place where we celebrate our unique and diverse citizenship. I will never forget when I first started to talk about America from the perspective of celebrating our diversity. I remember how uncomfortable everyone seemed around me. It was mostly, I think at the time, it seemed perhaps too educational, too civic, too patriotic. Even today, I'm still not sure. And look where we are today. We're celebrating our unique diversity everywhere. Because then as time went on, I would hear people say, oh, yes, this is great. We should have this conversation. We should read and discuss the charters of freedom for all people. So today I will do just that by continuing our conversation about the Declaration of Independence. Think about it. When the Declaration of Independence was first read, there were no conservatives or liberals, no Democrats or Republicans, one country unified by one goal, liberty. I personally was very surprised the first time I heard someone say, make America great again. I thought, what? Because I believed and still believe that we are great. When comedian and activist John Stewart was still hosting The Daily Show, he said, it is important to remember there still exist other forms of government in the world today and that dozens of foreign countries still long for a democracy such as ours to be imposed on them. Think about that, imposed on them. For me, the cornerstone of our greatness is that all Americans have the right to vote. It is not a privilege. It is a hard-earned right. Children, Women and men literally gave their lives for all of us to have the right to vote. In thinking about voting, I decided to look for quotes. Do you like quotes? I personally love inspirational quotes, and I think you will truly be inspired by what founding parent Alexander Hamilton said. This process of election affords a moral certainty that the office of president will seldom fall to the lot of any man who is not in an eminent degree endowed with the requisite qualifications. I kind of think today we kind of got a little off that but we can use his words as a degree of insight for the type of person we should consider when we look for a person to lead this great country. She should have an eminent degree endowed with the requisite qualifications. A mouthful, but eloquently stated. United States Senator from Michigan, Debbie Stabenow stated that, Democracy is about voting, and it's about a majority vote. And it's time that we started exercising the democratic process. Now that leaves you thinking, doesn't it? This one you will find powerful. 
It is from Keith Ellison, U.S. Attorney General of Minnesota. This I think is amazing. Not voting is not a protest. It is a surrender. Not voting is not a protest. It is a surrender. That is a truly thought-provoking quote. Because you may not like any candidate, but you still have a say in choosing. You may not like any candidate, but who is closer to what you believe in and that they can continue the vision for the future because not voting at all means you have given up on the future of America. It is, after all, a government of the people. And the people are not perfect, but we can strive for perfection and surprise ourselves along the way. We have had several former presidents from both parties share their thoughts about voting, and they were the ones who asked for our vote. And even within that, they respected the process. President Barack Obama, our first biracial president, talk about celebrating diversity. There's no such thing as a vote that doesn't matter. President Abraham Lincoln. The ballot is stronger than the bullet. President Lyndon B. Johnson. A man without a vote is a man without protection. I love that. But I will add, a person without a vote is a person without protection. We have grown from thinking it is only men who vote all genders vote. President Abraham Lincoln again, and this has to warm your heart. Elections belong to the people, right? A government of the people, by the people, and for the people, it must belong to the people. President Dwight D. Eisenhower, and what is so wonderful about his quote is that out of all the presidents I mentioned, he actually fought, was in the battlefield during World War II. Like George Washington in the Revolutionary War, Eisenhower was in the battlefield. He was a general, and he literally fought for your right to vote. And he said, the future of this republic is in the hands of the American voter. He respected it. Never called for a postponement. One of my favorite comedians, even though he has passed away, he is still one of my favorites. George Carlin said, if you don't vote, you lose the right to complain. Now, what American does not want the right to complain? Every talking head on TV would be out of a job. Seriously, I think this is a powerful statement. The great woman's right activist, Susan B. Anthony, said, Someone struggled for your right to vote. Use it. And she would know because she led that struggle. And she was put in jail for a woman's right to vote. Isn't that extraordinary? 
a woman was put in jail for the right to vote. Now this one, you will sit and think about this quote. Voting is not only our right, it's our power. Wow. Listen to that again. Voting is not only our right, it's our power. That is from Lung Ung, American human rights activist. Now, I cannot imagine any American who wants their power taken away from them, no matter who they are. An equally powerful observation. Every election is determined by the people who show up. That's Larry J. Sabato, professor of politics at the University of Virginia. Even before America was an idea, two great Greek philosophers believed in the right for the people to vote. Even then it was believed that voting is a human right. And we're talking about like centuries ago. The, literally the Greek and Roman era, that far back. Plato. One of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. Just because you do not take an interest in politics doesn't mean politics won't take an interest in you. That's from Pericles, a Greek statesman from the Greek and Roman era. In 1776, when the people in America did not have the right to vote or have any representation in government, founding parent Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence and the next grievance he wrote was, now remember he was writing to the king and he said to the king, He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. We have moved on from those oppressive days. Just 244 years later, though, someone wishes to undermine the most celebrated and treasured parts of America the right to vote for our elected officials. It has become clear that America will not allow the House of Representatives to be dissolved or will allow anyone the invasion on the rights of the people. Each week, Americans walk the streets for American equality, as promised in the Charters of Freedom. My suggestion this week is to, if you haven't already, register to vote. I voted when I was 18 and I have voted ever since. And no, I will not say what my age is today. But the truth is, young people most certainly do vote now more than ever because it is their future, a future they will inherit from us. So the more involved they are, the better. Call your voting office in your community and make sure you will be there to vote. Find out where you go to vote. Make sure your name is there. 
Once you know where your location is, see if you can help anyone to vote, which is great if you can help the elderly to bring them to the polls. Carpool safely with masks, disinfectant, sanitizer, and take everyone's temperature, but carpool to the polls safely and safely and safely. Volunteer if you can safely. Get the word out to vote. Help people to get to the polls. Talking about safety? Call and find out more about mail-in voting so you can find out the proper procedure in your area. Volunteer to make sure all votes are counted. You are Americans. This is our country. We run our country through voting. They work for us. And we get to elect our public servants. Your vote tells them how you wish for them to serve you. Vote and be counted. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please email me. If you have any comments, email me. If you have any suggestions, email me. You will find the email address in the show notes. Please visit our website at one nation one mission one promise.com and email me for a copy of the charters of freedom let's read it together let's form a book club let's read this together and talk about it talk about it with your friends your colleagues find out who's living up to it and why not also don't forget to subscribe so you will know as soon as a new episode is available if you have already subscribed thank you please leave a review and tell all your friends Most importantly, until next time, One Nation, One Mission, One Promise invites you to continue the conversation, either in the chat room, with your family, your friends, your neighbors, and your community. Leave a comment. Uplift all Americans. Celebrate those special moments in your life. Be safe, be well, and be loved.